That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives or other people's lives if you're really ambitious. <laughs> Whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and with me as always is my good friend and co-host, Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today? And have you done that weekly review that uh, you have morphed into what you call the meow? Meow. Yes, I have done the meow. I'm doing good, thank you. And I have done the meow, which is my evolving, awesome, I mean, organized workflow. Um, that's what it stands for right now, but it's evolving. It's right there in the name. Um, so yes, I'm happy with myself because uh, a meow is not hard to do, but I've been traveling. I've been in Florida and then in on the Oregon coast last week when we recorded. So I, you know, I've had all that, uh, what do you, disorganization, chaos around my life that tends to uh, uh, work against getting a weekly review of any sort done. So I'm happy. And if I were a cat, I would purr. How about you, James? I'm going to say, yes, I did do a weekly review. I went through all of my active projects. I rearranged some things. I uh, made some progress on some things and did a review. Once again, Inboxes ha are a perennial problem for me, um, so I still have backed up email. I've gotten through most of my physical mail from when I was traveling and backlog from that. Um, but yes, I did review stuff, and uh, I'll say yes, I did one. <laughs> Yay! Good for you, James. It's a moof. It's a move. That's what we call mine for no, for just because you have a meow. So, yes, I need something. Yeah, it's appropriate. And um, as I was explaining to somebody uh, who read my post about my my meow system, and they said, Oh, yeah, I, I'm thinking, been thinking about doing something like that. Of course, mine would look pretty different, but I guess that's the point. And I said, Yes, I think. That's why I named it the meow. So I wouldn't take it too seriously and neither would anybody else. <laughs> exactly. I don't need to trademark it or anything because I'm not intending to evangelize the meow system. I'm just here to tell people do what you what works for you. That's why we will never become productivity guru thousandaires. <laughs> I guess not. Or I even a hundred airs. <laughs> no, I don't know if we're even. <laughs> I don't know what what's what can you say lower than a hundred? A dollar air, maybe a few dollar airs. I don't know. Well, whatever. Yes. Let's not talk about the profitless pursuits that we pursue. Absolutely. Well, let's then instead talk about our weekly to dos. The weekly to do, yeah, the weekly to do. Gene and James are working through the weekly to do. 
So, Jean, what was your weekly to-do and how'd it go? Well, my weekly to-do last week was a to-do to be named later, and now it's later, and I shall name my to-do, and it is, oh gosh, give me a second, James, I'm sorry, I was I got myself confused, what I have done and what I haven't done yet. Um, <clears throat> I'm totally blanking, this is terrible, I... I know what I, my next week's is going to be, but my to-be-named, I had it in mind. Hold on one second, I just have to look at my meow. That will let me know. <laughs> let me get that meow back. Um, yes. Um, so my, um, sorry, I'm going to start over, totally starting over now um my uh so my weekly to do was a to do to be named later and now it is later and i have done a good job of shipping back things that i ordered that i don't want to keep so i've been um getting boxes out of my closet with some i'm always looking for the ideal uh, outerwear. That's an Oregonian um, weakness. We like our outerwear. <laughs> well, we you have. should. You need. You need outerwear. <laughs> and um, I, yes. So right now I'm on the hunt for a new winter waterproof winter coat. And um, I, I had some shipped to me, and I didn't really love them, and so I shipped them back, and I've ordered some new ones. That's what about great. You, James? <laughs> I well, I I think I followed suit and also did a, a yes to be named later. Um, but I have to say that my long running uh, to do of medical appointments or whatever mm-hmm. this week was like inje- injection week. Um, so I got <laughs> I got my flu shot, my uh, my. Uh, COVID booster, a couple of other things, um, and then I'm going in for some routine lab work, and so all of this outstanding stuff, I'm kind of knocking it out this week. Um, mm-hmm. Most of it's done, and then I have an appointment. Well, by the time you, by the time you hear this, listeners, I will have had. Uh, I'll be done with it all. Um, the follow-on to that is once the lab works in, then I have to make another follow-up, but that's all right. Um, that, that's a to-do for another day. Um, okay. But I also got a couple of other things done. Um, we talked about, I think, at, for Black Friday about ordering me, like, upgrading my TV. Yes. Which is like a once-in-a-decade proposition for me. So far, mm-hmm. that's how it seems like it goes. Um, so I went on freecycle.org and um, got rid of my old TV. And the folks came kind of Sunday uh, to pick it up. And they mm-hmm. were, I got a note from them afterwards. They were really appreciative because um, for them, that TV is a big upgrade for them from what they had. And they Yay. were just thrilled to, to have like, to get it, um, and then mine arrived on 
Monday and mm -hmm. is all set up now. And, you know, I had labeled all my little HDMI cables so it would be as easy as possible and ran all my cables, like the new power cable, and wow. got everything all set up. Um, and it was nowhere near as disruptive as I was thinking it might be. Um, and now I have a, a bigger television that's uh, <laughs> 4K instead of 1080. Um, so, and hopefully, knock on wood, you know, it'll be another decade before I get another one of those things. Um, and then the other thing is I rented a... Uh, uh, storage unit at a nearby storage place. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. after the whole thing of my parents' house and clearing uh -huh. out their stuff and the clutter there, when I came home and I looked around and I was like, you know, well, first of all, you know, for a few thousand dollars a year, because I didn't get a giant one, the thought of having essentially an extra room in the Bay Area for three, like three, four thousand dollars a year or less. That's mm -hmm. like an incredible real estate bargain around here. So okay. it's, it seemed like that was like, <laughs> but it also was just like there are things here that I don't use every day. Some of them I don't want to get rid of, but I don't exactly have a spot for them. And it's hard to reorganize things when you don't have enough room to put stuff while you're reorganizing. So all of that made me think, you know, whatever. I'm going to get one of these things, see how it goes. I can always bring everything back and stuff it back into my house, like in a six months or a year if it doesn't work out. But uh, I, I did that this week. It's empty currently, so the rest of the... The next week or so, I'll be moving stuff over there. Okay. So that's all. It's a lot of to do. <laughs> What's that? You know, you know, having um, gone in the opposite direction with uh, getting rid of most of my stuff, I I'm a little nervous for you. I'm just gonna say I can't. I can't be a good good uh, friend without saying those storage units. Are uh, for you know I've never oh, no I have had one I had one when I lived in New York City for a little while um, but uh, my sister had one here in Portland and she ended up having it forever with stuff that which she only ended up getting rid of after all anyway and you kind of just forget what's there so I don't know um, I I know you're you're very good at uh, putting things into your trusted system and one of them probably to be, you know, review uh, storage contents and yes, maybe get rid of things. Well, and the idea is actually that to make, like, before I bring anything over there, to, mm -hmm. like, have a spreadsheet that kind of has the inventory as stuff goes over. I knew, I knew you'd have a plan. <laughs> so that I know exactly what's there. And yeah. why it's there. Um, right. Like like I have an old Mac Plus in the box. Okay, I get it. I get keeping that. Don't worry, I'm not. Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that, but it takes a chunk of room in my house, but I don't want to get rid of it at the moment, even though I don't even know yeah. why I have it. But um, 
so it's it's some things like that and then some things that are just unprocessed papers and things from my parents house mm-hmm. that again anyway regardless sorry I'm, okay i'm burning way more time on this than i thought i was no no to. this is an important subject it, you know it, i think uh i i mean i see storage centers sprouting up everywhere you know in portland too and i think what happened to the minimal you know the minimalists and their their drive to get people to get rid of stuff what happened to marie kondo like how is it that with all of that philosophy of um not having too much stuff there also seems to be an explosion in the storage industry. Well, <laughs> so. one way to look at it is the easiest way to be minimalist in your own house is to take all the crap in your house and stick it in a storage locker. Because yeah. then you don't have to go through the emotional process of throwing it out or getting rid of it. But yeah. your house can be a lot more empty. I think that might have a lot to do with it. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Well, anyway, I I I'll be uh, I will be following this storage adventure. I think you were right. If you weren't going to get rid of these things, then yes, it would be nice for you to have space and not be living in a storage locker of your own making. So, so that's good. You're, all right. So, all right. Yes. Enough about storage. Yes, but I have. <laughs> um, the, but the real reason we're here today. Um, you mentioned before the show that you wanted to follow up. You had talked about journaling a number of yes. episodes back and trying to establish a journaling habit. And we wanted to check in and have you talk about um, how that's going and what your experience has been. Yes, I um, did. I don't remember when I talked about it, but it was be about two months ago because – I was a guest on um, the Focused podcast over at Relay FM with um, the very nice and smart guys, David Sparks and Mike Schmitz. And David is an old, old friend, and he's a friend of yours too, I know. And he um, he asked me if I would mind doing a short segment that was for members only about um, with the topic because he knew I was struggling with journaling. He said, let's do a journaling intervention. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't let just anybody intervention me. Um, David is somebody I, I trust him to not make me feel bad, and he did not. And he, he and Mike, you know, we talked about what I had been doing, which was like sort of spotty journaling um, here and there and not really knowing what I wanted to do. And they just suggested to do two months um, every day and see how it goes and then decide if I'm going to keep up with it, but that it would, it could be an experiment. And they were very clear about using the word experiment instead of challenge or commitment or whatever, like go into it, like with a feeling like, Ooh, we're trying something new. Let's see what happens instead of sometimes, you know, I'll be like, oh, I really have to do this thing. Let me buckle down and make myself do it. So, um, but the interesting thing that David said to me as we were discussing it is I said, oh, I think I'll have to create another reminder and do, which I'm very stingy with now. 
now that I use do the way that I use it, I know I can overload myself with reminders. And if I do that, then it becomes useless to me. And right now it's super useful. But David said, don't, I wouldn't make a reminder. I would make it into a habit, which is another thing you and I've talked about quite a bit um, over the last year or so is um, we've been reading some of the literature on habits and habit creation. And I, I knew that one way to create a habit is to stack it on top of another habit that is already firmly entrenched. And there's pretty much no more firmly entrenched habit of mine, uh, um, more than so than my making a cup of coffee in the morning when I get up. So I thought, well, if I do it while I drink my first cup of coffee, I won't forget. Um, and so I did. And I only missed two days in the 62 days that it's been since I did the podcast with them. And both days that I missed it were because the morning was kind of out of my control. And uh, either I was about to travel, getting up early to go somewhere, or my sister was here staying with me, and she just distracts me. (laughs) So, So I felt kind of like the first time I missed a date, I was like, "Ah, well, I'm not gonna give up. That's not the point. But um, I did put in a reminder and do, but not in the morning, just at the end of the day, like nighttime, 10 o'clock, kind of to say, did you do it? Because you still have time if you don't want to miss the day. Um, Write something in in your journal now. So, and it turned out I don't really need that reminder. (laughs) And and I'm going to take it out of my do um, app because it, I, I have the habit now fairly firmly established, and I also don't mind if I miss a day or two. I just don't want to. I don't want to miss days because I feel like I have nothing to journal. That's how you end up, you know, just giving up altogether. Um, you don't really know until you start opening an entry and putting a couple things down, and that sort of, in my case, that leads me to a subject or something I want to remember or comment on, um, or not. Sometimes it's not that complicated. So, so it's very doable. The what I've been doing with the journaling, and I'm I'm pretty happy about that, especially because I have done it. I think it's a habit now. I mean, I will keep going with it, and I will keep doing it at coffee time, um, first thing in the morning. But, um, yeah, it's been a while since I've established a new habit that I care about. Excellent. And it sounds like it's uh, – and, again, like all habits get – the the key to a habit is that routine and the idea that when, you're, when your morning doesn't isn't a typical morning – that your habit doesn't happen potentially makes a lot of sense, right? Because, mm-hmm. um, but um, it sounds like you've done a great job of establishing that as a habit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I wish there were more things in my day that were so reliable as that first cup of coffee because, you know, I can't, 
attach all my habits <laughs> to that first cup of coffee if I wanted to create any new ones. But there, I can't think of anything else. I do brush my teeth at night. I do do that, but I can't really do anything while I'm brushing my teeth. But, but if you, I, you can do things, but also with habit stacking, it can be before or after that task. True. So like, and even in the morning, if you like the notion is that you can start, you can kind of stack a few over time and kind of come up with this morning routine that just mm -hmm. always happens along with your coffee. Mm -hmm. um, mine is make see if the cat peed on the couch overnight. Um, <laughs> it sad, but true. Um, but yeah. he's, he's sleeping next to me on his little... This thing uh, oh, as we record, so he's all angelic now. He it's is. A, well, yeah, and I think that um, it was a it was interesting for you know David to suggest that because it would I would have definitely made it a thing that buzzed and reminded me, and I think it's better as a habit. And I never had thought about the difference between something that you wouldn't do unless you were reminded versus something you do without being reminded. So, um, And I think that's really is the definition of a habit, right? Is the mm -hmm. thing that you, you just, it just kind of happens, right? You, yeah. you're not thinking about how you're getting to the grocery store. You get into your car and suddenly you're at the grocery store, um, which, yeah. you know, you didn't like, it's, um it's it is that removal of the 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 conscious brain part of it even mm -hmm. though obviously you can't do that for the journaling part of the journaling right <laughs> you have to think about what you're writing um nah. but I'll, the getting yeah. started at like the oh i always pull out my whatever ipad and start typing yep. at this time so no, it's true. And I have been using day one, which uh, had been recommended to me by a few people. And I actually started using day one 10 years ago uh, when I first tried journaling. And um, it I, I, it works for me. So that's fine. That's all I care about. That's worth it to me to pay for the subscription and have it synced on all my devices. And one of the cool things that it does is you can attach all kinds of stuff, you know, to a journal entry. Um, I am trying to keep it simple, so I'm not doing anything. There's all kinds of, like, things you could do with if this, then that type, um, you know, connections. But I just, I, the one thing that I have been using it for is it, you know, it has access to my photo photos library mm -hmm. and it can show me my photos from the day before or from up until now but since i do it first thing in the morning i almost never have a photo from <laughs> from that day yet um and i started i one time i added a photo for some reason and it put a little teeny thumbnail of the photo as the day on the calendar and i thought that's cool and so then I started wanting to add more, but I I made it a rule that I'm only adding one photo per day, and I don't have to add a photo. If I don't have a photo I want to add, um, 
And so that's kind of neat. It's like a personal Instagram. <laughs> oh, that is neat. Yes. Yeah. So that's that's something I like is um, day one and using the photos. And there'll probably be something else. Like I, I, I would like to look into um, having it like get my sleep data. Because one of the things that I've done is I created a template for myself um, in day one that has three, um, you know, three categories to start off with. And one is how am I feeling physically? How am I feeling mentally? And what am I looking forward to today? So I, um, you know, because I did, you know, have ups and downs in your physical health. And especially when you're trying to figure out if something if there's something you're doing that maybe if you stop doing it, you would stop getting headaches or whatever, you know, I thought it would be helpful that way to, you know, sort of track symptoms. But then it became more of like, generally, how do I feel? Um, and, you know, the things that usually bother me, are they bothering me right now? But um, mentally, you know, whether I'm feeling up or down or what. Um, and then, um what a, yeah, so I think I wouldn't mind if sleep data was in there because I think sleep is really important for me now. I've noticed like as I've been improving my sleep record, uh, I'm generally feeling a lot better in pretty much every way. So, um, you know, if I started journaling that I was feeling kind of stressed over something and I could look and say, oh, you're you didn't really get a good night's sleep last night, maybe take a nap today. <laughs> so that kind of stuff could be helpful. And I think, yeah, I just, I am in enjoying it. Oh, and the thing I wanted to say about the that final question of like, what, um, what do I want to do today? I think is what I said, or what do I know? What, what am I looking forward to or, um, but basically not trying to think of something I should do, but something I already know I'm going to do and I'm looking forward to it because initially the way I wrote it, it sounded more like a kind of a daily to do, right, you know, right. and, and I, I quickly thought, nope, I don't like the feeling of this because that's not where my head is this time of day. This is not about productivity. This is just, you know, for kind of keeping track and you know of how I'm doing and what I'm thinking and if I start sneaking to-do lists into it yes. you know what's gonna happen <laughs> because I can tell you like uh you know there's nothing that seems to kill my my productivity faster than having an actual <laughs> to-do list <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, yeah, it was interesting. And just realizing that about myself, too, is, is important information. And so I, I recommend, uh, tr if there's something like journaling you want to try, give yourself a two-month experiment. I mean, it's not too long, but it's not too short. I, I do think 30 days is too short for a lot of things because, I don't know, it, it, two months is is worked for me so far i'll report back we'll see how it goes um if i make it to a year or whatever half a year but uh definitely i was 
grateful for David and Mike to to make me the focus of an intervention. <laughs> and, and I would say it was successful. Excellent. Well, I'm so glad that um, it is. And um, yeah, I think you're absolutely right that um, keeping it to something you're looking forward to. Um, it also puts you in, that's a different, very different headspace than something that's on your to-do list, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Even though sometimes the two may coincide, right? Yeah. Like I, yeah, they often do. You um, know. Like I'm looking, like especially if it's like the last step in a cup, like a multi-step to do. Um, mm-hmm. It's like I'm finally going to have this off my plate today. I'm looking forward to that. Um, um, but uh, yeah, it, it's definitely uh, not uh, a, a place to sneak in an extra to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> Because God knows we have enough of those already. Um, no, and it could be, you know, something just as simple as, you know, I'm looking forward to, I don't know, whatever. Um, yeah. So if, that was such a useful little comment I made. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, do you have anything else to tell us about uh, your experience with journaling this week? Um, no, I do not. I think that's enough for, for this episode. Well, in that case, um, let's wrap this episode up so we can all get back to getting things done and looking forward to things. Um, you can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm, on micro.blog and Twitter. We are at The Weekly Review. Um, and you can always email us at say hello at theweeklyreview.fm. Um, we always love hearing from you. It also would be great if you would rate or review this podcast wherever you um, get the podcast from. Um, it helps new listeners find us, helps us find new listeners, and it always makes us smile to hear from you any which way you wish to contact us. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next weekly review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done. And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things